you're 21 or older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online. They ship directly to most states or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting into go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on then having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. It's a meat eater podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newharth, and today we're joined by Giannis Putellis, Brody Henderson, Seth Morris, Chester Floyd, Hayden Samick, Marge Smith, and Max Barda. This is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. Now, this week, we have a bit of a twist. Because I'm so damn excited about Seth and Chester's new show, Montana Walleye Tour, Every question this game is tied to fishing. And we have a lot of very fishy folks in the room. How do you guys feel about an entire game that's dedicated to fishing trivia? I think you could have given me a heads up. Mm. <laughs> and and how, what would have changed I if I gave you a heads up, Yanni? Oh, I don't know. I'm probably would have been watching last YouTube weekend. videos about fishing. <laughs> Giannis used Maybe to do brushed a lot up more on fishing than he does now. I would say yeah, I'm going to have to dig deep mm-hmm. into have, the archives. We have three fishermen like full-time fishermen in here uh-huh well being who seth chester brody mm. what do you mean like full-time Hayden, i would fisherman. say he's like more of a big game <laughs> bro i guy. used to host a fishing podcast when was the last time you fished uh i oh, took people go. out ice fishing uh sunday oh okay i feel right. like hayden's gonna be a threat Stuff though max. Mm. <laughs> i'll shut up Giannis, don't you have some fishing bona fides no what does that mean exactly uh, Street like, cred. like cred, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, a I, resume, got, I, I, a fishing guided, resume. I guided trout fishing with okay. a fly rod for a decade. Max, does that count? When was the last time you fished? 
Uh, I don't think I haven't fished through the ice yet this year, and honestly, I don't know if I strung up a rod all last summer. Spring break mm. when we mm. yeah, that's right mm. when we were in miles. So you got to edit that yeah. out. Over spring break, <laughs> we were somewhere in Montana. We did some fishing. Max, Max, just trying to set us up for a letdown. Uh, too many fishy folks in the room now. Seth and Chester, tell us a bit about the show, uh, which had the first episode drop on YouTube yesterday. Kick it off, Seth. Uh, so it's a Montana walleye tour where Chester and I travel across the great state of Montana to uh, three different tournaments. It's four episodes, but we, we hit three different walleye tournaments and compete. Um, and we, there's a pretty exciting moment, so I recommend tuning in. What's the extra episode then that we see? Well, the first episode is uh, Chet and I driving to Minnesota to pick up our tournament boat at Alumacraft, and then we rig it with all mm. the electronics, trolling motor, that kind of stuff. And then from there, we head to Fort Peck where we spend two days of pre-fishing. And it's a totally smooth process, right? Like everything you guys envision happening with the boat happens, no no issues along the way in episode one? Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, right. Not really, though. Did you guys, on the long drive back from Minnesota, did you guys get in an argument about who's the captain <laughs> of the boat? I said, yeah, I said, I, I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was, it was a blast. Like we had a lot of fun yep. and it was, it's challenging to, you know, produce a, a show when you're in these tournaments, but yeah, it's basically like what you guys are going to see is like two goofballs <laughs> just figuring it out along the way. This is our first, you know, tournaments we ever fished. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was great. And you guys do well. You don't go out there and get shellacked every time. The, the you, last you are one. competing at the top of the leaderboard every time, right? Uh, not every time. No. Nope. Our first two tournaments were, were pretty good, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Our last one, we, we got our asses handed to us. Okay. Still good programming. I don't like watching a sporting event if I already know the outcome. This is different, though. I'm very excited to see the Montana Wildlife Tour. Now, Max and Marge, you guys spent a lot of time making this come together behind the scenes. What were some of your favorite moments from the show? Do you want to go first? Well, I would say I had less of a hand, to be honest. I really did the graphical elements and worked on the wonderful, fun intro that y'all will be treated to getting to see. Uh, but Which my... is always great. Marge did all the graphics <laughs> for Pardon My Plate, uh, and she killed it every time. So I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing it. Yeah, Marge crushes the graphics. Montana yeah. Walleye Tour. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, I think my favorite, though, was from Fresno when the, the rod gets sucked out of the back of the boat. That's oh, yeah. Fresno, right? Yep. 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 So I, I won't say anything more to that, but stay tuned for a missing rod in action. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then I think I had a big portion of it because I was actually – on a couple of the fishing trips too as well and uh filming and uh driving the chase boat um so yeah i think i went on the maiden voyage at can ferry with you guys yep um fort peck and then tiber yep and which you were like it was very nice to have you max yeah, yeah max was <laughs> that was very, a lot of very fun helpful. it was probably one of my favorite things i did this last oh. summer it was just like hanging out with these two and <laughs> driving around a boat and with the camera in my hand so uh, but I think my favorite trip was the Fort Pack, just the wind, the waves, and big fish. It's great. Episode one on YouTube right now. Now, in honor of this fishy episode of trivia, our stat of the week this week is looking at player performance in the fishing category. The person who is best at fishing questions 
is Ryan Callahan. He gets 59% of fishing questions right. That's closely followed by Steve Ranella at 58%, Brody Henderson at 57%, and Giannis Putelis at 52%. They are our only competitors who get over half of their fishing questions correct. Those are bona fides, Giannis. See, we, don't, go. <laughs> we don't have an advantage. I might not even get a single one of these. I right. need a little t-shirt. With yeah, those stats on Cal, Cal even poked his head in the room, said he got too many trivia players, and then ducked out, despite him having the the best uh, score when it comes to getting fishing questions correct. I feel like I was a little too intimidating when he popped in the door. I should have let him get into his seat and then start applying the pressure. I, I, had, had he known this, he, he, he'd be feeling pretty good about being here right now. Yeah, but instead we have Brody Henderson at 57% and Giannis Putellis. At fifty-two percent. No, I'm way more nervous when Steve's not here, and it's me and Giannis. Because okay, feel, yeah, Giannis is Giannis is the guy that scares me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we have some housekeeping to get to. In a previous game of trivia, we had a question about the Yiddish term for duck fat. The correct answer was schmaltz, but Giannis said schmutz. <laughs> now, Giannis didn't get that right, but Shlomo Franklin wrote in to say that Giannis deserves some credit because schmutz is actually a Yiddish term that means dirt. In the same episode, we also had Steve trying to remember the Yiddish term for sex, which Shlomo wanted to let us know is stupin. So there you go. Schmaltz is duck fat, schmutz is dirt, and stupin is sex. <laughs> Sounds like a fun language. <laughs> A lot of schmutzing and schlapping and slipping all day. And that's, that's via Shlomo. So yeah, a lot I was going to say Shlomo. his name kind of fits in with Dude, that. Dude, I love that name. That was a great Save, name. Say those Shlomo. four words fast, four times fast. Yeah, that's me, top Schmutz. No, I already messed it up. <laughs> also in a previous game of trivia, when trying to describe what a pangolin looks like, I told Phil it resembles a Pokemon. Well, a few listeners wrote in to say that Pokemon number 27 Sandshrew is actually based on a pangolin. The appearance is so similar that in 2017, the Singapore Zoo rescued a six-week-old pangolin, which they named Sandshrew. So, Phil, for the second time in Meat Eater Trivia History, I'm coming to you for some Pokemon wisdom. What can you tell us about Sandshrew? Oh, man. Well, Sandshrew is one of the OGs, part of the first original 150. (laughs) Uh, It evolves into a sand slash. Ah. And it's got like a bunch of needles on its back and these big sharp claws. I don't think real pangolins do that though when okay. they evolve at level twenty-two. <laughs> For a ground Pokemon, I was more more of a Diglett guy. Okay, you guys, yeah. Diglett guys around I was, here. I was a Cubone. Yeah, guy. trio. Okay. Definitely Diglett guy. Yeah. Go. What yeah. is going I on? No shit. We have a Pokemon. Theme? You said one hundred and fifty Pokemon. Weren't there one fifty-one? Well, if you include Mew, Spencer, but some people don't. He was kind of okay. Added, yeah. Oh, all right. Can uh, we move on? Actually, from uh, you're Brody, you're stuck in a room with a lot of. Folks Actually, yeah, that I, grew up in the '90s. Yeah. It's just naturally. It has uh, nothing to do with growing up in. the I grew 90s. up in the '90s, and this Pokemon is a different is language. Is, this is a different that's language right. to me. Pangolins. Isn't the main one called Pokemon? No, no it's Pikachu. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. a mascot. I don't know. Seth, that was such a grid take. You'd almost think it was satirical. So I appreciate having <laughs> that. Now the Shelby Index for this game of trivia is a three, but I'm expecting our winner to get about eight correct answers because my wife hasn't caught a fish since 2016. <laughs> With that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. 
Question one. The topic is cooking. Which of these raw foods has the most calories? Is it octopus, scallops, lobster, or swordfish? Which of these raw foods has the most calories? Octopus, scallops, lobster, or swordfish? Quick answer from Max. Rest of the room, not so much. Giannis, you think you got this one? Again, <clears throat> it's an educated guess, Spencer. Okay. Now, if I was wording this question, I would say calories per ounce. Or... It's it's per three ounce serving. All right, there you go. Because a swordfish should damn sure have more calories <laughs> than a scallop. That's right. This is, this is per <laughs> a three ounce serving. Did you eliminate a few, Yanni? You know it's like not these two. Or no? No. Okay. No, because I feel like it could be a real tricky answer, you know? Maybe because one of them lives in some certain environment, mm. it has to be super, okay. super densely packed with calories. Octopus, scallops, lobster, swordfish. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Brody? I'm changing mine. Okay. <laughs> what changed your mind? I think a lot of us changed. Seemed like. No good reason. We're all changing, man. Go ahead and reveal your answers. Good wisdom, Hayden. Hayden saying swordfish. Seth saying scallops. Brody saying scallops. Marge saying lobster. Max saying swordfish. Chester saying lobster. Giannis saying scallops. The correct answer is swordfish. Oh, I think ooh. Hayden was the only one who got uh, it. No. Hayden and Max <clears throat> got it right. Because it is fat. That's what I had. But These I, numbers yeah. are via the U.S. Department of Agriculture and are based on a three-ounce serving. Swordfish has 122 calories. Octopus has 82 calories. Lobster has 65 calories. And scallops have 59 calories. The FDA recommends eating about 10 ounces of fish or shellfish per week. Seth, I've been getting that tingling in my hands. Starting Uh-oh. to think about mercury poisoning. Yeah, it's a real. Did, did it's you real see? Thing. Uh, <laughs> did Did you see the the statistic that where it's like it's kind of convoluted, but a report recently came out that eating a serving of freshwater fish from like a lot of bodies of water is the equivalent, like in PFAs, those are like the forever chemicals of drinking dirty water for a month. Whew. Yeah. Oof. Question yeah. Yeah. two. I want to know that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's my responsibility to educate everybody. <laughs> the topic is conservation. AmericanRivers.org declared this the most endangered river in America, which starts in the Rocky Mountains and ends at the Gulf of California. AmericanRivers.org declared this the most endangered river in America which starts in the Rocky Mountains and ends at the Gulf of California. They do that every year. So, like, was it a certain year? It's or? 2022. All right, there you go. 2022 is when they made this list, and this river was number one. Damn it. Brody's got this one, I can tell you that, Spencer. Okay. Do you it's have a great this one? organization. I'm pretty sure. American Rivers. AmericanRivers.org. <laughs> Seth, back of your board says, suck it, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Giannis and Brody got this one. Chester, you got this one? No. Okay. I know fish live in rivers, Spencer, but it could have been a little bit more fishing. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're looking for a lot of walleye questions, you're not going to love this round. Wait, 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 wait. 
but you should still go watch Montana Walleye Tour. Hayden, how we doing? Oh, not so good, man. Okay. Does everybody else have an just, answer? I just tried to think of a river that flowed west. <laughs> there you go. That's just education. education. Good you have an answer. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. Come oh. on now. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> What's your problem, Brody? You don't like the changing, the time? Max is that's little. That's little that's time. Time. Everyone okay. else has an answer. Okay. Hayden's over there dicking Brody around. loves to take his time when he doesn't know the answer. <laughs> that's my like favorite right. thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, show him. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying snake. Seth saying Colorado. Brody saying Colorado. Marge saying Sacramento. Max saying Columbia. Chester saying salmon. Giannis saying Colorado. Yanni got it. The correct answer is Colorado. As well as Brody and, and Seth. Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado River. I liked your guess. The Colorado Marsh. River flows through seven states and two countries and is the sixth longest river in America. AmericanRivers.org says its greatest threat is climate change and outdated water management. They estimate that unless we take action, the river's flow will be reduced by another 10 to 30% by the year 2050. Question three. The topic is biology. This next great question comes to us via John Silgbeck. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Loda Loda is the scientific uh, name for North America's only freshwater cod. What is it? Loda Loda is the scientific name for North America's only freshwater cod. What is it? Hayden with the quickest answer in the room. Other folks coming up with them now, except for Yanni. Yanni's got a blank board over Oh, here. I know it. But Loda Loda. My little homunculus is not telling me. Loda Loda is the scientific name for North America's only freshwater cod. Hayden's, Hayden's confidence actually made Gave this, you some confidence? this answer easy. Okay. I, I hope to fish Good. for these one day. That's a Spencer? hint. What's up, Max? I think... <laughs> You cod <laughs> one do day. better next time. What's that? I think you cod do better okay. next time. Don't Thank listen you. to Too that Too much one. side check going on. <laughs> Does everybody have an no, answer? No, I okay. don't. I don't. I don't. Is this even a cod? Fresh water cod. <laughs> Loda, Loda. Loda, Loda. L-O-T-A. Come to me. Come to me, Loda, Loda. <laughs> Just right through my forehead. Down into the back of my head. I like scientific names that go uh, back to back, same word. Yeah. Is, is bison bison one of them? Is that right? Metaphytus, so. metaphytus. Bison. Mm. Is that skunk? Stripes, right? Mm. Is it no? I think it is bison. I thought bison, bison. bison. Is it? Yeah. I feel like I know I this. I just can't think. Who knows? Looking for Loda. Anyway, Loda. let's Loda. turn them over. Hold on, Brody. <laughs> Hold on. We got, we got folks coming up with answers. All right. Does everybody have an answer? I have an answer. It's not right, though. Go yes! ahead and reveal your answer. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hayden, Seth, and yes, Brody saying burbot. Marge got an answer. Max erasing his answer before I could even I'm look. embarrassed. Chester <laughs> and Giannis saying burbot. They got it. The correct answer What'd you is put, Max? Burbot. Bluegill? No, I put flounder. <laughs> I got that without. <laughs> I got that without the little uh, cod information. Would you have accepted eel pout? Yeah, that's what oh, Giannis yeah. Okay. Shit. Other names for burbot include freshwater ling, lawyerfish, and eel pout. 
Indiana just had their Burbitt state record broken twice in the span of two weeks. Prior to that, the record had stood for 32 years. All three of those fish came from Lake Michigan, with the most recent record weighing 11.4 pounds. Side note, um, the Canadian angle where Jay fishes for Burbitt has some amazing underwater burbot footage mm. are they spawning yeah. like are they right up and tight on the uh, ice it's kind of post spawn but they're they're just there's a lot of them you are they balled get... up and stuff yeah nice that's so cool just check it out it's sweet oh, broadcast goodness. spawning man my girlfriend's gonna be so mad at me their family uh <laughs> she comes from a fishy family uh-huh. they're all and burbot. that's her nickname is <laughs> ill powered owl Oh no! Yeah, yeah. that is disappointing. That's a man. great nickname. Yeah, it's super bad. I don't That's know if I would have admitted that. <laughs> yeah. Question. We'll have to tell this story at the wedding. <laughs> the topic is fish camp. This is an audio question. I'm going to play one minute of a famous fishing song. You need to tell me the artist. Play the song, Phil. We're gonna name the band. Need you to name the band or the artist. You didn't even have to play the song that you Okay. Max is gonna be on the board here. So it's Seth and Chester. I think so. I think. Fish don't bite. Go ahead, sing Chester. Get in there. Cool ourselves in the heat of the night. Baby, get ready. Who's a better singer? Hold, hold, hold on, Every, everybody needs to stop because I'm trying to figure out musically who this might be. Side note, senior uh, prom, like walkout. Uh-huh. What year? Uh, 2011. Okay. Yeah. This, this is what you played. Yeah. I like it. The girls hated it. <laughs> you don't say. They thought it was pretty fishy. <laughs> Again, you need to name the artist of this song. Well, Chester is not the answer. Artist makes me think of You cannot put Chester as the answer. That won't be right. <laughs> Don't put me. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know an answer wrong. Yeah, I'm just putting like a vaguely country person. Does everybody have an answer? <laughs> I'm just guessing. I know it wasn't Johnny Cash. Yeah. Brody, you gonna get this one? No. Okay, you gonna come Even up with, with an tip? answer? No. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer that's gonna come up with one? Yeah. Pick a country singer, Brody. Go <laughs> ahead and Dude, reveal Sally your answers. Denver. We've got Hayden saying Kenny Rogers. Seth saying Nitty Gritty Sorry, Dirt God. Band. Brody oh, without an answer. Probably Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Marge saying Zach Brown Band. <laughs> Max and Chester saying Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Giannis saying, what did that say? Lyle Love It. Lyle Love oh, It. I love Lyle Love It. Ooh. The correct answer is Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Mm. Do they have any other hits other than that? Mm. Is they the one-hit wonder? I think their other biggest hit was just a cover of Mr. Bojangles, which wasn't okay. even their song. <laughs> so they're one-hit wonder. I guess I think you could call them that. That was a hit? Um, <laughs> That's great. The Nitty Gritty Dirt Band released that song on their 1987 album, Hold On. It hit number one on the charts in the United States and Canada, becoming the band's best-selling single of all time. The song has since been covered by artists like John Party, Garth Brooks, and Meat Eater Trivia's number one fan, Luke Bryan. 
Question five. That's a joke. <laughs> so we need to know a thirty-five-year-old song that mentions fishing once. Exactly. Well, awesome. that's what that's what. Anytime he has like a thing that's like deer camp or fish camp, it's something like tangentially related. Oh, you've caught on. Oh, that's that's right. a, oh that's I great, think there's something great something question. to be said about being like a well-rounded individual who can really bring a lot to the table here at Media yeah, Trivia. Apparently. <laughs> question five. The topic is gear. This next great question comes to us via Christian Thompson. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. This nymph pattern, which was created in Wisconsin, shares its name with an alcoholic drink that has ice cream in it. What is it? This nymph pattern, which was created in Wisconsin, shares its name with an alcoholic drink that has ice cream in it. What is it? Chester, why do you know this one? Hmm. Because you're from Wisconsin, that's the answer. I still don't, <laughs> I don't have, I'm not 100% okay. on my answer, but it's the best I got. Okay, this nymph pattern, which was created in Wisconsin, shares its name with an alcoholic drink that has ice cream in it. You should know this. Why would I? <laughs> fly fisher? Because <laughs> you're a Nips? fly fisher. <laughs> I um, and she's from Minnesota. Ice cream, though. Yeah, mm. Minnesotans love know. alcohol, ice cream, I don't, fishing, all of much it. Before I don't I know if I've ever had an alcoholic drink with ice cream. Okay. You know it, Brody? Dude. I, I don't think I know it. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently 20 years of fly fishing garden didn't really pay off for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this nymph pattern, which was created in Wisconsin, shares its name with an alcoholic drink that has ice cream in it. I think I Chester is the only one with an answer right now. I don't even know the drink that has ice cream. Yeah, I'm like doing a chicken or the egg thing. I'm, I don't know whether to like go through nymphs categorically or go through alcoholic drinks categorically. <laughs> I think I can think of the one list that would be shorter yeah. than the other. Well, you know. <laughs> Giannis, how are you feeling about this? I got a good guess. Okay, one of the few folks that's come up with an answer besides Chester. I think I invented a new nymph. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not a new alcoholic cocktail? No. Immediate trivia nymph. I, I know... I know two flies with alcoholic drink names on them. If I give you both of those... No, 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 no. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Yeah, come on. This no. seems like it would have been a bent podcast topic. It would have been. Seth it changing been. his answer. I, it's, it, I just don't have one. Okay. Uh, hold on. Write something down. I don't have one. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying, what's that say, Hayden? Mickey Finn. Mickey Finn. Seth without an answer. Uh. Brody <laughs> saying, mudslide. Marge <laughs> saying, root beer float. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Max saying, $3 dip. <laughs> Chester saying, pink squirrel. Giannis saying, mudslide. Ooh, Chester like. got it. It's the pink squirrel. Nice work, Chester. Nice, nice job. Work. The Thank ingredients you. for a pink squirrel cocktail are creme de cacao, creme de noyau, and ice cream. The ingredients for a pink squirrel nymph are a brass bead, strands of pearl crystal flash, red wire, squirrel dubbing, and pink dubbing. It's considered the most popular fly pattern in the Driftless area. Very cool. Yeah, that's the only reason I put that answer down was I fished in the Driftless area a lot. You'd go into a fly shop. You'd be like, you know, what, you know, what's some good stuff you guys have that's been working? They'd all be like, oh, you got to get some pink squirrels, uh -huh. you know. 
Now, do our two former fishing guides, have you ever used or heard of a no, pink I've squirrel? Heard, now I've heard of it. Okay. My but, but what Chester didn't know back then is they just had a shitload of those in inventory, <laughs> and they're like, use these. Yeah. <laughs> so we can get rid of them. Right. right. Yeah. But I would say that just a simple, like, they're similar to, like, a beaded hair's ear. I would say a, a hair's ear with some, you know, ribbing on it works mm-hmm. just as well. Is it like a scud pattern? No. It's just a no, general search. Yeah, kind of like a, more of a caddis type oh. thing, but it's got that pink on it, so yeah. it's you know, just, pretty visible. I just like using a pink squirmy wormy. Yeah. Phil, we are halfway <laughs> through our game of trivia. Give like us a scoreboard update. Brutal, man. All right, we've got Maggie with zero points. <laughs> um, Max and Giannis and Hayden, and, oh wow, and Brody all have two points apiece. And tied for first place with three points are Chester and Seth. Wow. Very appropriate. Not a single question about <laughs> Walla. Did you guys know that this was going to be a fishing episode? Yeah, but that... I well, did, see, that's but... why. Yeah, how would I have... <laughs> they have the inside track. You guys have been watching YouTube on uh, fishing on YouTube for the last three Chester's days. Chester's softball Wisconsin fly I've been watching fishing mean, on YouTube for the last I didn't think I was going to have to get three ner- years. a nitty-gritty dirt band question. Yeah, you know? they've been pounding Walked pink squirrels, listening to the nitty-gritty dirt <laughs> band. <laughs> <laughs> Chet and I, Two Chet and I hung out last night and drank pink squirrels. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talked Talk, about, talks pink, about pink rib- squirrels. Endangered and rivers and whatnot. It wouldn't surprise me, man. O'Reilly Auto Parts are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. If you're confused about what part you need, like what wipers are going to be the best, what replacement headlights are going to be the best, go into O'Reilly and talk to the people that work there because they're great and they're super friendly and they'll get you squared away where you walk out knowing you got the right thing. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. Do you need your windshield wipers replaced? you need a brake light fixed? you need some quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash meat eater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash meat eater. Hey man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So, when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out, there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. 
$45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Man, I'm just coming back uh, not too long ago from youth turkey season in Wisconsin. Now, last year at youth turkey season, it rained and snowed the whole time. This year at youth turkey season, it was in the 70s and even up to 80. So me and my kids are pouring it to it. And after a while, I realized I didn't drink anything all day, and they haven't drank anything all day. Well, that's why it's important to get hydrated and have something you're going to like to help you, encourage you to get hydrated. doesn't matter. Outdoor events, turkey hunting, playing sports, beach days, mountain adventures. Summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. I'll say that again. Hydrates better than water alone. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and you use code MEATEATER at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MEATEATER at liquidiv.com. Question six. The topic is cooking. What type of meat is in a California sushi roll? What type of meat is in a California sushi roll? Ooh. Hayden with the quickest answer, and Marge, and Chester. Now I'm second-guessing myself. Okay. Giannis and Brody, our two best folks in the fishing category, are behind in the game and have yet to come up with an answer. That's because none of these questions have anything to do with fishing. What type of meat is in a California sushi roll? A lot of thinking. This is Brody's favorite game of trivia when everyone's just quiet. Oh, I love it. No banter. Just really cut focus. tension with a knife. Mm-hmm. Does everybody have an answer? I got two answers. Okay. And I just scratched one out. Everybody, you ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying, what's that say? Imitation, but sometimes real. Crab. crab. Seth saying shrimp. Brody saying salmon. Marge saying imitation. Crab. Max saying tuna. Chester saying crab. Giannis saying pollock. The correct answer is crab or imitation crab or Ooh. pollock. In a previous Wait, game of what? trivia, we learned that pollock is the most common fish used in imitation crab. Wow. Nice work. The California roll is an inside-out sushi roll. imitation crab meat. When in a previous game, that was uh, an answer that we had. The California roll is an inside-out sushi roll that's usually made of sushi rice, cucumber, avocado, and crab. It was invented in the 1960s by Ichiro Mashida in the Little Tokyo area of Los Angeles. It's now considered one of the most popular sushi rolls in America. Do you know he made that specifically to cater to Western tastes? Mm-hmm. Assume so. Yeah, because yeah, they leave out the seaweed most times. They yeah. use uh, imitation crab meat, which Americans love. Brody, yeah. you Makes seem sense. disappointed over there. Oh, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. The topic is conservation. Pyrite, which is a mineral that drains from mines and turns waterways orange, is better known by this nickname. 
Again, the topic is conservation. Pyrite, which is a mineral that drains from mines and turns waterways orange, is better known by this nickname. Come on, us PA boys better know this one. Oh, yeah. yeah we grew up with this shit. A lot of quick answers in the room. Nothing from Giannis yet. I think Cheddar's going to win, man. I think just, so, too. We just talked about this, Seth. Yeah. And We're do you not, not know it? On this. Well, <laughs> don't give him any hints. No, <laughs> I, don't I don't think I can remember. I wrote down something else, but I think it might be something different now. This is the one time that studying for trivia has actually helped me. How did you, you study for this? What I did was I went online That's and... pathetic that you studied for this thing. I don't care what you think. I'm going to get this answer right. You might not. No, I got it. <laughs> I think you will. I looked up a bunch of outdoor trivia questions on the internet, and there was like oh, wow. a list of like 500 of them. Okay. I just read them. Wow. What would, tell me the question again. Pyrite, which Pyrite. is a mineral that drains from mines and turns waterways orange, is better known by this nickname. I really hope I'm right now. A lot of yeah. the room is confident. Giannis and Marge, not so much. I just wrote down what we always called it growing up, which um, hopefully is the, is the Oh, is you the got it, Seth. Nickname. You got it, Seth. <laughs> Yanni, you going to come up with anything? Uh-oh. Chester might lose the lead here. Is everybody ready? Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden uh, and Brody saying fool's gold. Seth saying acid mine drainage. Marge without an answer. Max saying copper. Chester saying fool's gold. Giannis saying orange slush. The correct answer is fool's gold. You guys are too good. Got it wrong. And then I raised it. You got it it wrong? Yeah. When exposed to water and oxygen, pyrite can react to form sulfuric acid. This contaminates drinking water, disrupts reproduction of aquatic plants and animals, and corrodes infrastructure. Trout Unlimited has a mine reclamation program that tries to address this problem across the country. And when I was researching this topic, you guys are right, uh, it's all over in Pennsylvania as well mm. as the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, I remember growing up swimming in Susquehanna River, you'd come out and my swim trunks would be red. Really? Yeah. Um... But they've since done a lot of work to clean that up, and it's actually a good fishery now. Yeah, the same where Giannis and I used to guide. The Eagle River got hit real hard by that, and it's it's doing really well now. Those cleanups work. They're expensive, though. Question eight. The topic is biology. This next great question comes to us via Annie McTurner. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at com. On a catfish... What is the name of the fin that's located between the dorsal fin and caudal fin? On a catfish, what is the name of the fin that's located between the dorsal fin and caudal fin? Couple quick answers in the room. Chester, our guy in the lead though, has yet to come up with anything. This is question eight. On a catfish, what is the name of the fin that's located between the dorsal fin and caudal fin? Seth, you got this one right. Mm-mm. I'm gonna yeah. be kicking. I'm gonna be kicking myself. Mm. I think I can't think of. I can picture it. I just don't know the name. Can you can you say that again one more On time? On a catfish, <laughs> what is the name of the fin that's located between the dorsal fin and caudal fin? Not a very confident room. Brody, you think you're going to get this one? Maybe. I just don't know if they if catfish have this type okay. of fin or not. 
Yeah, I just, I know I know what you're thinking, and I'm wondering that exact same thing. Just I'm also wondering, like, oh, forget it. Does everybody have? No, an no, answer? no, not yet. I'm gonna write the same thing that I bet you Brody wrote down. Chester, you gonna keep the lead on this one or not? No, I don't have an answer, and I'm not gonna probably come up with one. Is everybody ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying adipose. Seth saying adipose. Brody saying adipose. Marge saying adipose. <laughs> Max saying adipose. I spelled Chester without an answer. Giannis <laughs> saying back fin. The correct answer is adipose fin. Oh. And you guys were on the right track uh, because other fish with an adipose fin include salmon and trout. It yeah. got this name because biologists originally thought the fin had adipose tissue in it, which is a type of fat. That has since been disproven, and now our best guess is that it acts as a flow sensor for fish to better maneuver turbulent waters. Cool. You know they clip those things Dude, off of uh, yeah yeah stockers. popular for hatchery fish. Way, if I would have said trout, would have you gotten it yes, right? Yes, hundred percent. And I thought that would have been that too easy. I, so I went the, with catfish the catfish instead. threw it threw me off. I, I I kept thinking about like the the what is it the Should, anal fin there where you can count the rays to distinguish like a blue cat from a yeah, white cat from a right. channel cat. That's that's what I was thinking. <sighs> But Phil, that's, that's yeah, two fish, questions it? left. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a scoreboard update. I think it just got interesting. Yeah, it did. Um, technically, everyone, except for Maggie, sorry Maggie, uh, is still in the game. We've got Max and Giannis with three points, Seth and Brody with four, and uh, Hayden and Chester with five. Hayden and Chester. Oh, Chester, you could be running away with it right now. I don't know why I, <laughs> I, I should have just written that down, school, but anything. <laughs> Question nine. Yeah. The topic is fishing. What is the deepest Great Lake? What is the deepest Great Lake? This room is full of folks who grew up in a Great Lake state. Max, where did you grow up? North Dakota. Okay. And not you. <laughs> Everyone Scott else. Uh, everyone else. Grew up in a Great Lake state. What is the <laughs> deepest Great Lake? Damn it. That's a tough one. Make a guess, Seth. Yeah. Do you know the Great Lakes, Seth? You got a chance. I know at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had his name all five. Looking for the deepest I can only think of three. Hayden, how you feel about this? Well, I'm doing that thing where... I'm like kind of trying to play into how much I think you're trying to trick us. Mm. Um, but I think I got a one in five shot. Chester? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Hayden. Well, I think I got a... I think I've got a little better shot okay. than one in five. Does mm. everybody have an answer? Looking for the deepest great lake. One in three shot. Brody, I can't tell if you're frustrated at this game, frustrated <laughs> at this question, yeah, all of frustrated it. yourself. Um, yeah, all of it. Mostly okay. myself right now. Because yeah. I can actually only think of four of the five great <laughs> oh, lakes no. right now. Which is oh, uh, just... Do we get a bonus point if we can name them all? No, you will <laughs> get it. it wrong if you put more than I think one I got it. great lake. I'm is everybody ready? I'm crossing Let's it out. It. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden saying superior. Seth saying superior. 
Brody saying hero. Matt, superior's the one I couldn't remember. Mark <laughs> saying superior. Max and Chester and Giannis saying superior. They got it. The correct Ooh. answer is Lake Superior. Tough game, Brody. The deepest part of Lake game, Superior though. is about 40 miles north of Munising, Michigan, and is 1,333 feet deep. The deepest part of Lake Michigan is 925 feet. The deepest part of Lake Ontario is 804 feet. The deepest part of Lake Huron is 748 feet. And the deepest part of Lake Erie is 210 feet. Phil, we have one question left. Give us a scoreboard update. It's down to three players. We have Seth with five points and tied for first place are Hayden Samick and Chester with six. Question 10. The topic is gear. And this is our Onyx listener question of the week, which was won by Stephen Tyler for sending this great question. Stephen is going to get a one-year premium subscription to Onyx. If you want a chance to win our listener question of the week, then send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. This fishing magazine, which has a note on the cover that says 7 bucks, $14 for bait fishermen, is named after a large mayfly. What is it? Now you could have done those questions the whole game. This fishing magazine, We're going to a tiebreaker, which has yep. a note on the cover that says 7 bucks, $14 for bait fishermen, is named after a large mayfly. I remember when that magazine was cool. What is it? It's not cool anymore? I don't know. Might be. <laughs> Chester, you think you got this one? 100%. Hayden, you got this one? Yeah, I do. Is everybody ready? Chester, am I right? Close. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Hayden mm. and Seth. Uh, Brody, your answer's upside down. Hayden, Seth, no Brody sang the Drake. No Marge idea. sang Salmon Fly. Max sang Green Drake. Chester sang Drake. Giannis sang Drake. The correct answer is the Drake. They, none of them have the. They don't get it right. Bro, we're going to accept it. Are you going to accept my Green Mike? We're not going to uh, take Green Drake. That sounds like a different magazine for waterfowlers. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Bunn founded the magazine an actual in Mayfly. Jackson yeah. Hole, yeah, Wyoming in 1998. He said he created the publication because every magazine that covered fly fishing was catered to those who hired guides. His goal was to make a magazine for guides and those who already knew how to fish. Phil? It's kind of elitist. We're going to a tiebreaker. Play the drop. <laughs> tiebreaker. If you ain't first, you're last. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. You first, you're last. You, you can be second, you can be third, fourth. Hell, you can even be fifth. Going to a tiebreaker, we have Chester and Hayden. The tiebreaking topic is fishing. Anybody want to put oh, a little yes. side bet here. on who's going to... Who's Calcutta? Uh, yeah, Calcutta. According, That's a fishing thing. Yeah. According to a 2016 survey by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service... What percentage of hunters had also fished within the last year? According to a 2016 survey by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, what percentage of hunters had also fished within the last year? Down to Chester and Hayden. This is making for an exciting fish. Do these boys got to go to a decimal point? Yes, go to a decimal point for your answer. Thank you, Brody. It's always more fun uh, when it's not one of the old heads like Giannis or Brody taking a victory. 
Is that right? It's not fun so. for us. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Chester, how are you feeling about this? You look like you're doing some math over there. Yep. Tell I'm, us about that math. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't two. know if I want to okay. yet. Okay, all right. Um, hey, keep it to yourself, so I'm just Chester. guessing, bro. Just yeah. guessing. Hang on. Just give me give me just a little bit. Okay. Chester. Everyone but, else can come up with an answer, but the only ones that matter are Chester and Hayden. Chester. Chester's going good. None of the rest of you people there. matter. Chester. <laughs> no, <laughs> if I get it right, they'll God. know all, for the rest oh, of the yeah. day. That I <laughs> yeah. got it. Max has something important to say. What, Max, you got some uh, advice for him? Chester, let me know when you're ready. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm ready. <laughs> Thank you. Again, uh, it's according to a 2016 survey, what percentage of hunters had also fished within the last year? You boys ready? Sure. Go ahead and reveal your answers. Uh, the rest of the room, we have Marge saying, what does that say, Marge? 90.2. 90.2. Max saying 33.3. Giannis saying 75. Seth saying 64.7. Brody saying 79.3. And our two competitors left in the game. We have Hayden saying 68.5 and Chester saying 51. One of you is within half of a percentage point Ooh, of the correct answer. Amazing. Wow. The correct answer is 67%. Whoa, that's making awesome. Hayden our winner. It wasn't a half percentage point. It was 1.5 percentage points. Hayden, that Woo. is damn near nailing it on damn, the nose. Hayden. Well done. Thank wow. you, everybody. What Wait. happens next is Hayden gets to choose where our $500 donation from Meat Eater goes. So what's it going to be? Maybe you got something fishy in mind over there? Keep it real. <laughs> um, I would like to... Uh, the hey, American Rivers? Ho, ho, yeah, I, I, okay, American Rivers. I'd like to donate to American Can Rivers. And what do you like about them, Hayden? That Brody told me to, and I'm very susceptible to influence. Brody, what do you like about American Rivers? They're a, they're a very good uh, conservation org. That like they're watchdogs for pollution in rivers. They they just do a bunch of great work. Every year they list the ten most endangered rivers in the country. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I, and like I've been thinking about donating to these guys like at some point anyway. So yeah, I, I, I was going to do Sheep Week or a Wild Sheep Foundation, but Sheep Week just happened, so mm. I figured they probably have an influx sure. of donations. I like Brody's suggestion. I also yep. like conservation organizations that reach folks who aren't just endemic to what we do. That's right. Uh, they're helping folks who use drinking water, who uh, have to water their lawns, who recreate in these rivers. Good choice. American Rivers. Now, the Montana Walleye Tour is on Meat Eater's YouTube channel right now. New episodes dropping every Tuesday over the next three weeks. Go check it out. Yippee. That's it for this game of Meat Eater Trivia. Join us next time for more of the only game show where conservation always wins. Telling you what, Decked is a game changer. Decked has completely changed how I load, organize my truck. All my stuff that I want is always in there, out of my way, and secure. It's perfect. If you own a pickup truck that you use, you know, like a truck, the Decked drawer system gives you weatherproof storage for all your gear. You can lock it up, too. You keep your tools and gear organized. 
job site, or out in the field. Go to deck.com slash meat eater to receive free shipping. Go to deck.com slash meat eater and get yourself some free shipping. Hey, if you follow wildlife news at all, you're probably aware that the island of Maui has an incredible abundance of Axis deer, so much so that they're causing ecological damage. Well, Maui Nui venison is thinning out some of those Axis deer herds and delivering venison sticks and fresh cuts to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I Venison.com. Use promo code MEATEATER for 20% off your order. 